Welcome to episode 43, How to Be More Secure. Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacey Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Right when I broke up with my last boyfriend, I read the book Attached, and it was wonderful to learn about attachment theory, which I had never heard of before, and understand how my anxious attachment style can show up in dating and in my relationships, especially since my ex and I were in the anxious avoidant dance. He wanted more space to quell his uncomfortable feelings, and I wanted more closeness to quell mine. And I remember dating after our breakup and after reading the attachment book and feeling broken because I was anxiously attached. I felt like I was cursed by it and thought if only I was securely attached, like this would be all so much easier. And in the book Attached, they also explained as we get older, that the percentage of avoidantly attached people in the dating pool increases. Even though avoidantly attached people are only about 25% of the population, they get like in and out of relationships or stay out of relationships more often. So they are re-entering or staying in the dating pool. I felt like it was like a double whammy against my odds of finding someone to share my life with in a way that I felt calm and taken care of and relaxed and adored, like they explained in the attachment book. A new book on attachment styles just came out and I love it. It's a must read for all of you. It's Julie, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name, Manano's new book, Secure Love. And it gives you so many approachable and applicable tools for understanding how your attachment affects you and what's going on for the other insecure attachment styles. So it's avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. And what it comes down to is we're all trying to deal with our uncomfortable feelings in different ways. And she gives ways of working it out if you're anxious and your partner is avoidant. She also said that in her practice, she found that like 75% of her anxiously attached clients were women and about 75% of her male clients were avoidantly attached. In my mind, I was like, this makes sense. We as women are socialized that our worth depends on being chosen, pleasing others, and being in a relationship. And so many men are socialized that boys don't cry and to push down their feelings. So not only do our parents, caregivers, and relationships create our attachment styles, there's also some cultural and society factors reinforcing it. Everything we do don't do, want, and don't want is because of a feeling that we want or don't want to feel. Another way of saying this is we are motivated to seek a feeling or avoid a feeling. And at the heart of our attachment style is our relationship with our feelings. A secure attachment style allows their uncomfortable feelings and knows they're temporary. Secure attachment style is low anxiety and low avoidance when it comes to relationships. And anxiously attached people seek out others for like reassurance and to escape their uncomfortable feelings. 
anxious attachment styles are high anxiety and low avoidance. So they're anxious in a relationship, but don't avoid relationships. And avoidant people push down their feelings and distance themselves to escape their uncomfortable feelings around relationships. Avoidant attachment style is low anxiety, but high avoidance to like the closeness in relationships. And a disorganized attachment style does a mix of seeking out others and distancing themselves to escape their uncomfortable feelings. Disorganized attachment style is high anxiety and high avoidance. But all three of the insecure attachment styles, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized, are all trying to avoid and escape the discomfort of their negative and uncomfortable feelings when it comes to relationships. I'm simplifying this for the sake of the length of this podcast and totally recommend you do a deep dive into the Secure Love book. I read it and immediately recommended it to like all of my current and past clients. The good news is our attachment styles are on a spectrum. And with work, we can shift them to be more secure. And the number one way to move towards being more securely attached is to improve your skill or ability to allow your feelings. All of them, even the super uncomfy ones, and getting more comfy with your uncomfy feelings gives you the confidence to share them more with people you're getting to know and in your future relationship. And being able to share our feelings and connect with the other person is like the key to building a lasting relationship. You're not broken because of your attachment style, like I believed when I was dating. You've had relationships with your family and in romantic relationships that impacted your trust for how people will show up for you. You learned your attachment style as a way to like protect yourself and you can unlearn it too and move closer to and become more securely attached. And you don't have to like, quote, fix your attachment style before you date. You can use dating as a way to gain awareness about how you're showing up, how you're communicating and like what triggers you. And you can learn to show up for yourself and the people you meet through dating in a new, more secure way. New ways being like learning to feel and allow your uncomfortable feelings, sharing your feelings in a way that strengthens your connection to the people you meet, and learning to share your feelings more, and being like kinder and gentler with yourself when it comes to your own feelings, aka not beating yourself up or shaming yourself for feeling the way you do. You and your feelings matter. And no, Even the yummiest of feelings like love can be scary for us because our brains that are wired to protect us by naturally going to that worst case scenario and starting like sounding the alarms. And these alarms can sound like you better be careful and keep your guard up. This probably won't last. It never lasted before. You'll probably just get hurt again. They'll probably break up with you and abandon you. If you let them in, you'll get hurt. Depending on someone is dangerous. Your brain is convincing you if you don't let them in or maybe even like end it first, this will protect you or lessen your pain. And that's what your brain is always trying to do, protect you from pain. But the protection is actually like blocking you from connection. We are filtering what people do and say and don't do and don't say through our brains. And our brains have collected evidence from our childhoods, society, and past relationships about how to best protect ourselves and how we can expect and not expect 
people we care about to really be there for us. We're all walking around wanting to be loved and supported and afraid of it too in our own way. And I hope this gives you compassion for yourself, uh, the people you meet and your future partner. Like the Brene Brown quote, when we look away from the pain of any people, we diminish their humanity and our own. And we all have some pain. We're all walking around with our protection and wounds and wants. We're all wishing for someone to love our messy and perfect selves. We're all trying to figure it out and navigate this life. Scared of loving and not being loved and feeling like the deep hurt. Scared the love and support and commitment and fun and passion we want in a relationship isn't possible for us. We get defensive, put up walls that we think will protect us. And some of them are blocking us from the love and connection we so deeply desire. And it's just human to do this. So I want to give you some different ways to practice feeling your feelings when it comes to dating. And I also did like a full podcast on processing your feelings, episode 12, Ooh, Feelings. Another episode to complement this one is episode eight, Relationships, They're All in Your Head. So go listen or re-listen to those two podcasts too. Okay, here are some ways to evolve your relationship with your uncomfortable feelings that also has you moving towards a more secure attachment style on that attachment style like spectrum. It's a spectrum. It's not black and white. Securely attached people can have some anxious and avoidant tendencies too. The secure attachment style person still feels hurt, has bad dates, has breakups, and has negative and uncomfortable feelings. But the secure attachment style seeks out relationships and connections, has a positive view of themselves and other people, has low anxiety and low fear of abandonment, and also has an overall positive view on relationships. So let's go into some of the ways to evolve. Number one, just noticing them and acknowledging the feelings that come up. Sometimes you can do this like during the situation that's triggering you. Sometimes you can do it after. The practice of naming and describing how you feel in your body is a practice to strengthen your ability to notice and allow your feelings. Number two, start sharing your feelings with people who feel really safe to you. If it doesn't feel safe in the moment with the person you're with, maybe after you can describe your feelings with a trusted friend or family member or coach or therapist, shame likes secrets. So the act of sharing can really dissolve the shame. Number three, Be loving and kind to the little kid in you and their feelings. We've all got like the younger version of us in us who so wants our love and attention and reassurance and safety and kindness. She's got uh, lots of feelings. Consider how you can like reparent her in the way, like take care of her and her big emotions and fears like you wish your parents had for you. Let her know you know she's scared or anxious and that you're here for her. Letting her know her like big, messy, scary feelings are human and that you have her back, that she matters, that her feelings matter. How can you help her like self-regulate when she's feeling really triggered? Treat her like you want your future partner to and how you wish your parents had. Build trust with her that you're there for her now and always. And practice this can look like the next time you feel super anxious or scared or worried 
think about how you would talk to like a little five-year-old version of you or like whatever age like resonates most with you, build a relationship with her where she trusts you, won't abandon her, won't reject her, and you'll have her back. Episode 14 is all about having your own back if you want to dive deeper into the skill of taking care of yourself. Four, getting clarity around the emotions you most want in your future relationship. Getting clear on like how you want to feel in your future relationship. Valued, appreciated, like a team, supported, adored, respected. Knowing where you want to go is setting the GPS. Acknowledging to yourself what feelings you so deeply desire to be like the foundation of your future partnership. Like get in touch with those feelings. Five, communicating the feelings you want in a relationship. Sharing is caring. Letting the people in on how you want to be loved. What makes you feel safe and supported? If you don't show it, they won't know it. Sharing what you want and need in a relationship can be scary. Practice feeling the fear and sharing anyways. On my first date with Greg, I owned my anxiousness and asked if we could set up the second date so I'd feel more calm in between dates. And bravo to pass me for making that request. And it gave Greg the opportunity to demonstrate that he can listen to me and show up for me in a way that made me feel safe and secure. You aren't a mind reader and the other person isn't a mind reader either. Number six, sharing how you feel about the other person. It can be scary to put our cards on the table and let someone know we like them and are excited about exploring the connection. By opening up and sharing your feelings for them, you're modeling for them. You're making it safer for them to open up and share their feelings too. And if they don't feel the same way or have the same like relationship vision or timing as you, that's all great information too. Because if you're not on the same page, you can both save time by being transparent about it and moving on to meet people who are on the same page. Any baby steps you can make sharing how like how you feel, this can set the tone and climate of sharing in the connection. Number seven, when conflict or difficult conversation comes up, it can feel super uncomfortable. Practice staying present, open, and curious. Remind yourself you and your feelings matter, and so do theirs. Holding space for them when they're sharing their discomfort and feelings. Can you stay present and curious versus shutting down or shaming or blaming or defending? Can you treat them the way you want to be treated when you're upset or feeling scared? They've got the little kid in them too. They have their fears too. They have their habitual ways of dealing with their feelings too. Can you take care of yourself and give them the space for their messy emotions and insecurities too? Some keys to healthy conflict are sharing your feelings and making requests versus criticizing or demanding, listening to their feelings with an open and curious heart and mind versus defending and blaming. I like the Byron Katie quote as a reminder, defense is the first act of war. If you're feeling overwhelmed by an argument or a difficult conversation, asking for a moment or a couple hours or a day to collect your thoughts and understand your feelings and calm your nervous system and maybe agree on a time to come back to the conversation. We all crave relationships where we know we can be like ourselves, be supportive, feel validated, feel appreciated. And at the same time, we can be scared to death to let someone in because 
we fear they won't show up for us in like a supportive, validating, appreciative way. The price or the currency of creating your dream relationship is the practice of feeling discomfort, doing the uncomfortable things like putting yourself out there, doing the uncomfortable thing of showing yourself to be seen, which will attract your person, but will also repel the people who are not a fit for you. We're afraid of rejection, but the fear of rejection has us not showing up as our like authentic selves and blocks the connection we so deeply like desire and deserve. One way to think of your feelings is as urges, urges like to go towards or away from someone, something, or a situation to feel better, like the urge to pick up your phone to distract yourself from the email you need to write and send for work. The phone provides you with an immediate distraction from the uncomfortable feelings, maybe like fear or anxiety from writing and sending the email. Just like not speaking up and sharing our feelings may create immediate relief for us in the moment, but doesn't usually get us what we want in the long term, like the loving, supportive life partner. We avoid being open and vulnerable in the moment, which feels more comfortable in the moment, but it costs us really connecting with the human in front of us. So here are some thoughts for you that you may want to take on. What if it's true that your person wants to and can handle your truth? What if it's true that your person wants to see your vulnerability because it helps them feel safer to share their vulnerability? What if it's true your person wants to know your fear of abandonment and how to make you feel more safe so they don't have to guess, so they can feel confident on how to best love on you and support you? What if your person wants to know how your attachment style gets triggered so they can knowingly show up in a way that makes you feel safe opening up to them? No matter what attachment style you have, look for a partner that makes it easier for you to feel and adds to versus taking away from your ability to feel like you matter and your feelings matter and even the messy ones matter, validated, appreciated, valued. That's it. I love you. Go get them and move into showing up more securely as you do. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find your person.